up guys welcome back to the ninth episode of the coffee show my name is mike and i have eric with me what's up everyone uh so this week we got a bunch of new water pipes i think we got like how many hundreds would you say at least seven at least 700 new water pipes <laughs> at least <laughs> insane <seven>. amount <laughs> so come check them out they're starting at what like 20 bucks yeah we got 25. a bunch for we really did 20s 50s 60s 80s and hundreds that's i think the most expensive we have is four feet tall it's 250 yeah four the size feet of a tall. child <laughs> or sochi yeah however you want to compare that uh, so jumping into news here, we have some dumbass news from the Douglas County Forensic Lab. This was on KTV this last week here. Uh, so the Douglas County Forensic Lab has validated a test to tell the difference between hemp and marijuana. So we're s- still uh, going hard at it here in Nebraska, wasting tax dollars on stuff that doesn't really matter. Always. Like we don't have bigger problems to worry about, like the methamphetamine epidemic and the homelessness that we suffer every day with all these people right we want to worry about the difference between hemp and marijuana imagine what that bill costs to figure this out how much overtime yeah, that's, that's people... one thing that they don't stay here <laughs> yeah like I'd, I'd like to see the bill where's the invoice let's file what do they call that on the freedom of release act or freedom whatever of information actually. yeah let's you're, file you're halfway there i know it said freedom it's close enough uh, i want to know though right so they say labs across the country have been scrambling to get things in place because everybody's states are passing these laws we've kind of mentioned this in the last few weeks about various states having problems discerning the difference between hemp and marijuana so most places i know they said here in omaha that if you were caught with a small amount of marijuana they were just gonna like throw it out or something is that what it will happen yeah. with the husker players yeah that's what they're saying because they don't it to... yeah because they can't discern whether it's hemp or marijuana without sending it outside the state to test but now they can test it here in state so uh, who knows how much that test is going to cost, I'm sure, since they've got the technology to do it now that they'll use it. Um, so they're saying it's mixed twice during a 10-minute period, then it's taken to a machine that superheats the sample to find out what it's made of, and it gives the results on a computer. It's called the 1% test, and it's based off a model given to the labs by the DEA. Um, says it took them about a month to come up with this, and... They have determined that this test can be used in court. Yeah, they are saying that it's uh, obviously it was being the one percent test that their baseline is the one percent THC. So anything over that would be marijuana, but then anything under that, I'm guessing by the language they use, would be counted as hemp, which yeah. is nice because you know hemp usually is around that point three percent. So even if you right, they're still outside the threshold. Yeah, if you happen to get something that's a little higher than the point three, you know you still might be bed and just call it hemp and drop them charges right uh but then they also said that uh last month the university of nebraska medical center said that it could tell the difference between pot and hemp and apparently they're the drug lab for opd so i don't know that's news to me they i guess they've been uh i'm sorry they say the science that they're talking about here has existed for decades yes i don't know what the big rush was to to figure out unless they wanted like something standard or like a baseline maybe, yeah maybe they could do it in a lab but it wasn't uh um able to be used in court and now that's the discerning difference yeah that's true i don't know they're not very clear here in this article okay you need to step it up uh, definitely <laughs> compared to what we see on these other big ones that you like really do their homework i think this one's kind of just like slapped together to right. put something on the front page there's some random info about the epidemic that's going on right now 
Yeah. Uh, so our next article here is from Slate.com. Uh, so we've seen CBD in all kinds of weird stuff. I know earlier this year I seen a CBD infused potato come out of Idaho. Yeah. Uh, but this one is a sports bra that has a price tag of one hundred and twenty five dollars. Um, I don't know how much a sports bra normally costs, but I would assume they start somewhere in like the twenty to fifty dollar range. Something like this guy has to be about double or triple the normal price. Yeah, one twenty five is pretty high, especially for a brand that I can't even pronounce. How do you say that? Acabadas. 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 Something like that. Pro Active Wear line. So they have a whole line that includes uh, sports bras, leggings, and jumpsuits. And every item is infused with up to 25 grams of CBD oil. And they're saying this is the cheapest in the line. Right. It's the sports bra that's 125 So imagine what leggings or, you know, like an actual like top would cost you. Right. I'd really want to see the science behind this because they're saying they're using quote-unquote cutting-edge technology called micro-encapsulation. So microscopic CBD droplets are wrapped in a protective polymer coating that protects them from being damaged by evaporation, oxidation, and contamination until their release is triggered. It's it sounds like bullshit for lack of a better word, but uh, you know I guess we'll just have to see you know people use it and get firsthand results with it. Obviously, it's not something we ever stock here. No, definitely not. I I mean and like no no offense to them as a company, I think that they just. They want to play off just those three letters, which we yep. see a lot. Everybody's jumping on the hype train. They're saying they said it was 40 washes that the CBD would last, and I find that really hard to believe that if you're just, I mean, infusing clothing, how you would get 40 washes out of something. Right. How is it able to be encapsulated in this protective polymer and not be washed away, but it's still able to be absorbed through your skin somehow. It just sounds a little far-fetched. And it's not like a, a patch that would slide into the clothing, but it like it's actually in the yeah, clothing. In That's why I don't understand how that would work. So yeah, they say it lasts 40 washes, as Eric mentioned. And then uh, apparently you can send your well-worn one back that's uh, used all of its CBD up and you'll receive a discount on your next purchase. <laughs> yeah, that's just, I don't know. A gimmick I, to get you to buy more stuff. Yeah, like they're just trying to figure out a way to jump on the bandwagon, but I just, I don't understand it actually, actually doing anything. And I mean, like you could easily do a tincture. Looking at them, leggings are going to run you like 200, bike shorts 125, tops Damn. 125, tank top 140, crop leggings 160. I mean, they've got shit that goes up to, like, for a jacket, $240 for a coat, $275 for a jumpsuit. Like, that's just way overpriced. Way yeah. too much. Um, and they're, I mean, they're not Nike. I mean, even Nike's not getting $100 out of an athletic, I mean, $200 out of an athletic jacket. No, and I mean, you could easily buy, buy I mean, like, salve, a salve from any company that you really like and just, like, put it in the same areas that they claim the CBD is going to stay and get the same same results, if not considerably better, for a third of the price Much of the coat that's going to last you maybe six months. I mean, 40 washes isn't a lot, especially if you're somebody that's going to work out daily three, five times a week. Like, yeah, that's going to last get, you a month. Yeah, exactly. Month you're going to wash that a lot. And, and then you've got to think, like, how is laundry detergent and fabric softener going to interact with something like that? Right. Did you accidentally bleach it or something? Yeah, it's, that's just silly. Crazy stuff. Uh, moving on here, we got an article from Marijuana Movement. 
Uh, this is more senators are demanding that the FDA speed up CBD regulations. Uh, so Senator Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut said he is urging the FDA to issue guidance so that CBD products can be lawfully marketed. He and five of his colleagues also sent a letter to the FDA expressing their desire to speed up the rulemaking process. Yeah, although I don't, I don't believe with a lot of politicians and what they, you know, what they actually do. Mitch McConnell being one of them, he really is a champion for the hemp industry. Is trying, you know, he was one that got the initiative, and he's constantly fighting the battle for people. We've talked about him before, obviously being in Kentucky. That's a big state that that really wants to hit that farming boom of hemp. Yeah, because a lot of hemp does come out of there. Yeah, Kentucky's. I mean, tobacco and hemp. That's. Yeah. That's their biggest things, you know, that's one of their biggest income sources as, as a state. And, you know, I think that the FDA should. I don't. I think that it's one of those things where we always talk about one government agency wants it, one doesn't want to do with it, one just says it's not us. Yeah. But the FDA would give a lot of, uh, you know, the, the older generations that guidance of like, oh, you know, what is this? Should I be afraid of this? Younger people, they'll try anything. Everybody was young once. But you see older people, they're so scared of right. it because you can tell them a hundred times you're not going to be high but they're going to think that they'll eat a gummy and not be able to drive their car for 12 hours. Right. And, it's and just... that comes back to, like, as you mentioned before, the government agents fighting, our agencies fighting each other. That's been happening since, since Prohibition started. Yeah. Um, they've been pumping out propaganda and then backpedaling on that propaganda and fighting to do everything that they can to hide health benefits in any way that they can. Uh, stopping universities from doing any kind of studies unless they were showing uh, cannabis in a negative light. Exactly, which just doesn't make any sense because, I mean, it's all, it always will tie back to Big Pharma. A lot of people don't think that that's true. Right. But, I mean, you look at, like, Oxycontin over the last few weeks, for example. You know, the family that owns and manufactures it moved billions of dollars and then filed for bankruptcy instead of actually paying all the the lawsuits that they were dealing with with states because it was such a dangerous drug and it and it hurt so many people killed so many people led to so many addictions and then i'm like like look at weed no one's ever smoked a joint and died because of the weed that's just not it's never happened right so what's the difference between them and a cocaine drug lord pumping out his product for a few years and then taking his millions to some some far off country that doesn't have extradition rights yeah. in. Let Pablo out. Yeah, He's the well, same as Big Pharma. <laughs> well, Pablo's dead. But. Oh, yeah. Chapo, all of them. Uh, so they do say that uh, they want more regulation because it's going to stop a lot of these bad actors, uh, rid the market of unsam- unsubstantiated and inaccurate health claims, and make the good guys have a level playing field with truth and accuracy. We've mentioned this before. Like, there's so many damn CBD products out here and just like the last article there's constantly more coming out yeah and I I mean without seeing the science behind it I I don't believe a whole lot in the wearable stuff like that but um you know CBD and THC and other cannabinoids have been studied since uh I want to say like the 1800s was the first recorded study of it and he was showing some of the same uh, the treatment of pain, anxiety, inflammation, and other kinds of manali- malal- maladies may be aided by CBD and other cannabinoids. So it's like they say that some of these claims are unsubstantiated and inaccurate, but um, 
these studies have been going on for over 100 years now. Like the, right. there, There's obviously some substantiation and accuracy to these health claims. Yeah, and with the FDA actually putting some guideline out, then, you know, that's going to help with, like, packaging like like they've done with vape juice where you have to give the warnings what is it prop 65 in california that it may hurt like pregnant women you know don't don't use if you're breastfeeding they just would have those and then it would also help with identifying what is in things because you you know a lot of cbd companies and some are good some are ass they all just say it's a proprietary blend like we what cutting agent did you use yeah we (laughs) use what we use but we don't want our competitors to know and i understand you know not wanting your competitor to know exactly what makes your product work or what makes you think it works but then at the same time you don't know what you're actually taking if it's not true cbd or if it's you know a synthetic that we see a lot of with cheaper companies or you know cut with vitamin e or they want to use the kfc defense exactly it's our own secret brand of herbs and spices like it just <laughs> literally herbs and spices you have no idea <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they go on to say the market of CBD products is rapidly outpacing the FDA's current regulatory efforts, and the agency clearly needs to expedite its efforts to promote accuracy and transparency within the CBD industry. Uh, I completely agree. Oh yeah, definitely. The FDA is is there for people. That's why they're funded. That's why tax dollars pay for it. It's there to to help people and ensure people are safe. So like. It might be some work, but you have to you have to get on it because like that's your job. That is why you are there. Right. Not there for any other reason other than to keep the consumers in the United States. Stop safe. putting CBD on the back burner. Right, always. Uh, so moving on here, we've got an uh, article from CBS out of Baltimore talking about CBD oil treatment for pets. Uh, so. The first one here, the lady's dog was having uh, seizures, and then uh, with the medications that they were taking, you have the potential side effects of kidney and liver damage, lethargy, and weight gain. Um, She said she switched to CBD, and she says that her puppy came back. She fosters dogs, and now this dog is playing with the other dogs and playing with uh, another puppy, so it's like, you know, back to enjoying its life again. Yeah. and it probably costs less than taking these pharmaceuticals, and it's a little easier to give uh, CBD to your pet, whether it's in a tincture or it's a treat. There's there's a couple different delivery methods you can use, but like I personally give my dog CBD, and I just use the tinctures because I can drop it in their mouth if I want to. I can just drop it in their food if I want yeah. to. It's just it's put a it lot. on a cracker, and they're yeah. not going to know anything. Just like for a human, it's a lot more versatile. And personally, I don't really give them, I give them the same CBD I take, so it's like not flavored, there's no artificial flavorings or any extra stuff in there, it's just CBD and usually MCT oil, Yeah, which is basically coconut oil. We all have like the same belief, everybody that like works here that has dogs, you do it, I mean for years, anytime that... Like last night's thunder that we had, 4th of July, fireworks, big things. All for As long as I could remember, I'd given my oldest dog Tramadol Gabapentin, Tramadol Gabapentin, that was it. And then he's like stumbling around the house and high, right, bumping exactly. into the wall. Now it's as easy as like literally just like throwing someone on a cracker and just like handing it to him. He'll eat it and then he's fine all night long. It's been, a, I mean, it's probably been 
shit, maybe a year now that I don't think I've had to actually give him tram at all. Nice. And that's just because it's always been like fully activated or I'll cheat because he's kind of an ass sometimes and give him a gummy. Right. But it still works just, you know, just as well. I'm pretty and, sure Tramadol has some odd side effects too. I mean, most most prescriptions do have some sort of side effects. Yeah, they say Tramadol is almost identical to heroin. It's, oh, shit. It's almost the same exact except it's made in a lab. So I think huh. that's that explains like synthetic heroin is okay. Yeah, him just stumbling like around. Yeah, and, just like our government saying synthetic THC is okay, but plant-based THC is doesn't work. <laughs> like, as long as the it's, logic. It's made in a lab and somebody's making 100 million a year in profit, right. it's good to go. But yeah, I mean it's always we did the like the pills forever cuz he's so spooked by loud noises that right. the CBD works so much more even if like, you know, they're really just riled up about anything. The winter sucks because they're big dogs. They like to be outside, but they don't like the cold. Right. And like, just give them some CBD. Like, they'll sleep good for the night. You know, his hips are bad. You've given it to your dogs for, what, like three years now? How long's Callie taken it? Yeah, Callie's a little over three years now since uh, she had a cancerous tumor removed. And I pretty much started her on it, like, that day. And since then, we haven't seen any tumor growth. So I like to think it's doing its job. Yeah, so she's done her she- cat. Like- oh, yeah what Dora's done it before or yep. all of us I don't think anyone here that actually hasn't really used it right on we practice what we and, preach <laughs> yeah on ourselves and our, our dogs and cats I don't know about a cat I'd be too scared to try that one but right you want to get very small doses well yeah cats scare me they yeah hard. they're easier to get bit but again you know you put it on their food or whatever yeah uh, so there's another lady in here saying her sister used to have to carry her dog up and down the steps and this lady was babysitting her sister's dog and decided to try giving him some CBD. And he was going up and down the steps and jumping on the couch. Uh, another lady says that uh, she's actually a clinical director who administers CBD to her own pet. She says, my dog has arthritis, has two fake knees, and had cancer in her right front leg. And it required a flap to close it. Uh, she was really struggling to go up and down steps and wouldn't go on walks and now she's doing amazing yeah i'm 100 percent for like making dogs better i like dogs more than people so i'm like i would not ever want to see a dog in like any pain and i i really like seeing the the stories of people giving it to their dogs uh there's a video online with a guy that i want to say it was a boxer that was having seizures Mm -hmm. and the guy gives him a couple drops of cbd underneath his tongue and within you know 10 15 seconds the dog's out of it so it's like you know you can sit here and say it's snake oil and whatever and the humans are lying about it and stuff but the dog doesn't know how to lie about it exactly like i I highly recommend like just trying it because you know personal experience someone asked us that the other night when they were looking at cbd and he's like oh you know like do you guys what do you guys take what do you use and then like I like realize I'm like man like we both actually do take a lot of CBD it gets to the point after a while I used to forget I would try things and then you forget about them somebody else sends something new but between the, the hundred samples I feel like we get every six weeks you know me and Sochi we use it every day because you get in that step of it and then also when you're just like so busy and like cranky it just it takes 10 seconds to do a couple of drops and and then you don't even realize it right uh, so our last article here is from Metro Times out of Detroit. Uh, so the CDC has finally admitted that the majority of these uh, vaping cases that we're seeing are related to black market cannabis products, not nicotine. Uh, 
It took them a long time to do this. Yeah. And I, I, I believe we mentioned this in the last show that I think part of the problem is people are scared to admit to their doctors uh, for one, but for two, now law enforcement and these government agencies are involved. Mm-hmm. So they're even more scared to admit that they bought an illegal product and they consumed it. Uh, be honest with your doctors. Like, I mean, I don't even think, can they report that to your insurance or something? Like, I, I'm not sure what the, that'd be a HIPAA there's, violation. Yeah, there's got to be some doctor be patient, patient confidentiality. Maybe we should ask a doctor that and find out so we can like let people know. But my personal opinion is just like, be honest with your doctor with what you consume because it's not worth your life. It's not worth your life. Like they can't, they can't treat you. They can't give you the right medications, blah, blah, blah. They can't really do anything if you're not being open and honest with them. Yeah. Like, although drugs are legal, I've never in my life heard of a law that says being under the influence of drugs is illegal. It might be if you're driving or operating a motor vehicle, but right. just being high, there's no law against it. Getting high, there's oh. no law that you can be charged for being high last Thursday when you went to a bachelor party with all your buddies. It's right. just not how it works. I mean, even if you watch like a live PD and you see them a lot of the time give people the, uh, what's the stuff when people overdose Narcan. on heroin? Narcan. Yeah, they give people the Narcan. They give people the Narcan and these idiots go on back about their life and they see them again in a few days for the same thing. So it's not, it's, it's not illegal to consume drugs necessarily. It's illegal to purchase them. So take that for what it's worth. Um, so they go on to say the outbreak has confused consumers largely because politicians have placed most of the attention on vaping nicotine. So these politicians with their lack of education are out here preaching that um, nicotine is bad and flavored vape juice is bad, but it's like we've been saying since the beginning of this whole thing, that's not the problem. And uh, so on Friday, they announced that the lung, lung illness has shown no sign of abating. So that means it's not getting any better. Uh, the totals now are 806 people sick, and in 46 states, it's killed a total of 13 people. Um, of the patients who reported what product they vaped, only 16% said they used nicotine. So, uh, a doctor here, uh, that they talked to from, uh, Boston University, Dr. Michael Siegel, said that this confusion is leading to bad public policy. So, instead of intervening to try to stem the distribution of illegal black market THC vape cartridges that are filled with oil, policymakers are banning flavored e-cigarettes, which, so far, as we know, are not clearly associated with the outbreak. So, banning these products is going to cause many ex-smokers to return to smoking, and is also going to create a new black market for flavored e-liquids. Worst of all is it's going to lead many youth to switch from vaping flavored e-liquids to vaping marijuana, making the outbreak much worse than what they started. So, again, as we've been saying, they're in their effort to fix this, they're creating a bigger black market and uh, just making the problem that much worse. So, uh, according to Leafly... They're saying as many as 50 million cannabis cartridges could be tainted with lead, pesticides, vitamin E, acetate, or residual solvent butane. So, again, we urge you to not consume these cartridges until all this stuff is figured out. 
that's all we've got this week. We'll catch you next week. Have a good week, guys.